This is Rush to Reason. You are going to shut your damn yapper and listen for a change because I got you pegged, sweetheart. You want to take the easy way out because you're scared. And you're scared because if you try and fail, there's only you to blame. Let me break this down for you. Life is scary. Get used to it. There are no magical fixes. With your host, John Rush. My advice to you is to do what your parents did. Get a job first. You haven't made everybody equal. You've made them the same, and there's a big difference. Let me tell you why you're here. You're here because you know something. What you know you can't explain, but you feel it. You felt it your entire life, that there's something wrong with the world. You don't know what it is, but it's there. It is this feeling that has brought you to me. Are you crazy? Am I? Or am I so sane that you just blew your mind? It's Rush to Reason, brought to you by Absolute Electrical Heating and Air, with your host, John Rush. All right, welcome back. Hour two is upon us. Rush to Reason, Denver's Afternoon Rush, KLZ 560. Richard Battle joining us now as he does every single week. And how is Richard this week? John, we're doing fantastic. And let me add my public happy birthday wishes to Charlie as well. <laughs> awesome. Hopefully he'll have cake and ice cream tonight. That is awesome. No, thank you. And as I said earlier, he makes the uh, he makes the show go on every single day. I mean that sincerely. Without him, we would not do it. And I would not be able to do what I do. I mean that sincerely. <laughs> I understand that. <laughs> he keeps me straight. So, uh, all right. In the is the material world, Richard, all we need. I mean, I know the answer to that, but it's a great question. Well, yeah, and the reason I brought it up is we look at so many different angles of life all the time. Is 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 that there's such a push in popular culture of just pure materialism, and we've seen our government even go that way as well, as opposed to try to let people pursue life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. The government now is the provider of first uh, call. They're they're becoming a god mm-hmm. to a lot of people mm-hmm. and pushing just pure materialism, and we're, we get out of balance in that area like we get out of balance in other areas of our life. Yeah, they're, they're making it to the point that they have, to your point, Richard, they have uh, replaced God, they've replaced the church, uh, they've replaced even a lot of other nonprofits that would be out there in the community doing all sorts of good. You know, people literally are getting to the point where they're like, you know, I'm paying my taxes, even though they may not be, but I'm paying my taxes. Why else should I do anything else? The government can take care of it. Well, exactly. And that's one of the traps of of communism and Marxist is it's <clears throat> they're atheistic and it's a pure materialistic world. And we're sliding that direction if we don't stop it. Yeah. We'll be there before we know it. Yeah, and the other thing that I've learned over the years as well, and I think you can relate to what I'm going to say, I need to say this in the best way that I can, and and on the same token, I'm not always most diplomatic, Richard, so I guess I'll just say it. Just because you're rich or just because you're poor doesn't mean you are or are not materialistic. My point being, there's some very, very poor people out there that are way more materialistic than even those that are rich, even though most people would say the opposite. Well, that's true, and and I've seen, the, give a couple of other different things, I've seen people who are very poor that are happy, and, and most of our relatives, uh, generations mm-hmm. ago, yep. Yep. did not have the standard of living we, we do. Uh, I just lost a friend and a CEO, one of my favorite CEOs I worked with in my career, uh, passed a, a week or so ago, 
and he was a multi-billionaire. Wow. But all of that money could not help heal mm. his health and mm-hmm. save his life. And so it, it, it helps us get along better in life, but it's not the be-all, end-all. And, that, and that's where we have to watch out for the root of all evil. The love of money is the root of all evil. Yeah, and I think that, you know, what you just said there, I want to make sure that I dovetail into that, because another one of those areas that the world and even the church at times gets wrong. Scripture doesn't say money is the root of all evil. It's the love of money. In fact, what really Scripture is talking about is back then there was an idol called mammon, and it was the love or the worship of that idol mammon, which we refer to today as money, that was the root of all evil. It wasn't money itself. God himself knew that we needed money to transact and do the things we need to do. It's that trap of loving it more than him that's the problem. Well, yes, and it's, as I said, materialism is our adversary, camouflage is our ally, mm. because we're prodded, marketing on television yes. and other places, I won't say, <laughs> to help us go out and buy more and be jealous and envious of people who have things we don't. And I, I never had a Tonka truck or a Tonka toy when I grew up, but my richer cousins did, mm. I had homemade clothes sometimes for my grandmother yep. and hand-me-downs for my cousin who had the Tonka toys, but that didn't hurt me in real life. It, and today, people have to uh, take what they have. They can't be envious when somebody has more than they have. No, you should be joyful. Material. You should actually yes, be cheering them on. You know, you know cheering yeah, them absolutely. on, and there's nothing wrong with setting your own goals, but setting your own goals not their goals to be yours yes because we have that opportunity and we get to choose how we respond to that difference Mm -hmm. and we get to emulate people who are successful is the proper way to do it not be jealous about it Mm -hmm. my desire always was when i saw somebody that had something or succeeded where i had not i wanted to know what did they do that i can do to improve myself yeah, great, great point. And to me, that's, you know, when I look at folks that have been successful or, you know, they've had a great career or they've, you know, maybe they've done things later on in life or early on in life. I mean, I, I read about those people. You 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 watch them. There's a, you know, just as a side note, there's a great Netflix biography right now about Shania Twain. You might not like her music. Doesn't matter. The, the story of where she came from and what she's become and the goals she set out to do, again, not the goals of someone else, but her own goals, and yet the powerhouse she's become and how, how really successful in that world she's become, which is not, as we know, Richard, especially at the time she was doing it, was not a woman's world, but yet she still overcame a lot of things and succeeded. Like her or not, she's done extremely well, and you got to give her credit. Well, yes, and as the old Southern comedian Brother Dave Gardner said, success is getting what you want. Mm. Happiness is wanting what you get. Mm-hmm. And there's a big difference there. And one of the analogies I like to use is I think back to when I was a kid on Christmas morning and I, I got more than I needed and more than I deserved. But you rip open the packages, you play with a toy and you put it aside and you go through all of your packages and you finish. And then there's this letdown because you're saying, is that all there is? And it's not satisfying. Right. The materialistic stuff is not satisfying past a certain point. That's exactly right. I love you got an example in there too. And these these I just I, I love. I think I love 
watching them because I know behind the scenes what really is going on and the fact that it's not as rosy red as they painted out to be. But that's all the home remodeling shows that are out there, HGTV, and they're on, you know, you name it. They're all over the place. I mean, you can find them on pretty much any channel that's out there. And, and I know as well as you that, first of all, the television can make things look really, really good when in real life they may not be so good. And, and the bottom line is, you know, they make it look like everything's hunky-dory and everybody's happy at the end of the day, but yet we've all still heard the horror stories of where maybe it's not so great after all. Well, yes, and I've been amazed when I've seen people buy brand-new houses and go in and spend $100,000 ripping out counters and appliances and all kinds of things and doing a total remodel before they ever move in mm -hmm. so they can be in style. And then the question is, okay, well, what, what are you going to do when the style changes right. in a few years? Because Are will. you going to dump that money back into it? just to stay in yeah. style. Yeah. And I always joke about both of my grandmothers, to them, remodeling was a mop and a broom. Yeah, yeah, good point. Yeah, I mean, the era, that, it's what's funny, Richard, is the era that they grew up in, and you look at some of the styles of today's homes, and some of them now, kitchen-wise especially, are going back to some of those early, what they call farm kitchens, because I guess that style is endless, Richard. They didn't know what they had back then, I guess. Yes, and... Uh, when I was a kid, we moved into a house with a nice wood floor, and later it was covered with carpet, and then a little bit later the carpet was taken away yep. and the floor was redone. I, my wife and I were having <laughs> that same discussion floor. the other night about you know how many hardwood floors back in the day ended up with carpet. You know This newfangled carpet that came along in the 70s really became really, really popular in the 70s. You know, how, many, how many lime green shag carpets with a rake got put over the top of hardwood floors? Yes, and so the question becomes how much material yeah. is how much materialism do we need, and what do we need that will satisfy us and that's and that comes from a more spiritual bent and more of a faith based life because that gives us purpose beyond ourselves and beyond yep. the moment and beyond the materialistic things that will pass away in the world. Yep. No, I, and, and you have got a great quote in here from Corey Ted Boom. Faith sees the invisible, believes the unbelievable, and receives the impossible. And, you know, we we're talking about laughter in the first hour being one of the best medicines that's out there. And, and I will say that I think it coincides, frankly, Richard, and I think this is where a lot of even Christians miss it. Faith, having a good sense of humor, being able to laugh your way through life, uh, having purpose outside of materialistic things. Uh, to me, Richard, that's what life's all about. If all you're thinking about is the next thing you can buy or the next thing that you can you know, achieve as far as that goes and you're not looking out for those other things in life you and I have been talking about, it gets pretty miserable and, by the way, pretty, pretty unjoyous. Yes, and for those who don't know, Corey Tenboom survived the concentration camp in World War II and had her sister perish. And so she went through some very, very yeah. difficult times, but still had that sunny disposition. And uh, I, I experienced the laughter, and I love to laugh, and I like that segment that you did. And I was thinking about when I was going through my radiation treatments for cancer and how trying to make humor yeah. out of radiation treatments. Yep. And we did, yep. some of the guys that were in there did that because if you couldn't laugh, you'd be miserable. And so we found ways to laugh our way through those trying times. No, my brother, as you know, struggled with cancer for a couple of years before 
you know, the Lord took him. And, you know, I can remember us, you know, having conversations and, you know, he'd visit or we'd visit, go back there. But, you know, either way, you know, at the end of the day, we did more to try to laugh and have a good time. And and I'll be honest, Richard, and for those that are listening, is is that can that be difficult, especially when you know, in his case, I knew when the days were numbered. Literally, I could have almost marked them on a calendar. You almost pretty much knew, you know, what was ahead and yet still had joy, laughter and peace all at the same time because of what you and I are talking about right now. Well, and that comes from having that faith and hope of something beyond, and yeah. uh, I'm just so glad to have it versus a life. I can't imagine with all the things going on in this world, yeah. having no hope beyond this world. I don't know how you do and it, Richard. People, I, I've had that conversation here just recently, and I, I don't know how people with no faith do it. I really don't. Um, our country, as much as we love it and as much as I want to see it continue to, to move forward, you know, it's temporal. Materialistic things are temporal. The only thing that is eternal is is our faith. Literally, that's it. There's nothing else eternal. Well, yes, and atheism came very late in the game because even thousands of years ago, people believed in gods, multiple gods, and atheism came about long after that, Mm. and when people thought they were too smart and knowledgeable Mm. to believe in something beyond themselves and beyond the world. And we see that even in our climate change efforts from the government, and I think it's the height of arrogance to think that any human can go change the climate no matter how much money or control they take. You must have been reading my mind. I've got a segment coming up to dovetail right into what you just said. That was perfect timing. Richard, you've got a new book coming out as well. I know folks can get online, get things ordered. How do they do that? Well, Made in America by Americans, not Americans, will come out September 6th. They can get it on Amazon pre-order right now. And we appreciate that, and we hopefully will be talking about some of the things in it here in the coming weeks. Awesome. Richard, as always, have a great evening, sir. Thank you very much. Thank you so much. God bless America. You're very welcome. Have a great night again. That's Richard Battle. And, yes, we're going to dovetail right into a couple of things. One article Ann sent me uh, yesterday, and then I actually got something from one of our office folks here at the station about Panera Bread. I'll talk about both of those here in just one moment. Roofmax is coming up next, Dave Hart. And if you've been through some of these storms in different parts of the area, and Dave, by the way, I'll cover the whole front range area here. So if you've got something going on with your roof or you just want to have things looked at because you went through one of those storms, call Dave. He is a roof rejuvenator. In other words, he will make sure that your roof will last as long as possible without replacement. But on the same token, if it needs replaced, he can take care of that as well. Don't call the adjuster. Call Dave, 303-710-6916, or find him at RushToReason.com. Rejuvenation protects your roof from Colorado's weather where a replacement doesn't. The snow is all melted and the high winds are dying down, and it finally feels like summer. With the snow gone, you can see damage on your neighbor's roof from fallen branches and other damage from intense wind. Thank God you got roof rejuvenation with Dave Hart from RoofMax. Luckily, you got your roof rejuvenated at a fraction of the cost of a full replacement. It gave you a 33% increase in hail protection and reactivated your seal strips, so your shingles stayed on even in high winds. 
Your RoofMax rejuvenation restored the strength and flexibility to your roof, meaning fallen branches didn't damage it. Not to mention, it makes your roof more water repellent, so snow and rain are even less likely to leak into your home. Call Dave Hart with RoofMax for a safe, effective, and cost-effective alternative to replacing your roof at 303-710-6916. And make sure to mention John Rush at KLZ 560 AM. All right, affordable interest mortgage, and uh, maybe you're thinking about doing something different with your home, selling, buying something else, and or you know buying a rental property, or you'd like to do a remodel like we were just talking about with Richard Battle. You can talk to Kurt Rogers and he'll explain how all that works. He's going to be with me tomorrow afternoon, by the way, at 5 o'clock. We'll talk more about the market and what's going on in that world as well. In the meantime, 720-895-0500. Want to keep making your 30-year payment but own in 15 years? Want to be able to access your equity for future needs and not pay for it now? Take AIM, Affordable Interest Mortgage, 720-895-0500. We have been showing Coloradans how to own their home in less time without changing their 30-year payment. Home values are at the highest in their history. Take advantage of being able to access your equity for 10, 20, 30 years without making payments now. Take AIM, 720-895-0500. Worried about inflation? Everything getting too expensive? Learn how to be able to access your equity without having to refinance and pay closing costs over and over and over. Do it once, and you're good for 30 years. Affordable interest mortgage, 720-895-0500. Tired of paying too much interest to own your home? Stop. Learn how to lower your total interest cost, 720-895-0500. Locally owned and operated since 2001, and where it's all about you is not just our motto, it's who we are. NMLS 298191, regulated by DORA. Putting reason into your afternoon drive. This is John Rush. All right, Rush to Reason, Denver's Afternoon Rush, KLZ 560. And my son Richard and I, we have talked numerous times about Toyota. And yeah, this is Toyota, but we're not going to talk cars. What I'm going to talk about is the fact that he and I have mentioned numerous times that they're main goal with all of this quote-unquote electrification because their CEO has basically said, like Elon Musk has from Tesla, that we don't have enough grid and capacity to handle this, so we're not going that direction. You guys can, we're not. We're going to focus on what we've done best, high-mileage vehicles, long-lasting, hybrid technology, which they really were the inventors of. Um, in the car world, they were. I know there's other uh, units of transportation out there that have used hybrid technology, but Toyota really established that from the Prius on. And a lot of vehicles now are hybrid-driven. you got to give kudos to Toyota for you know, really working through a lot of those engineering um, things that they had to do to get where they are today. But they are now heading into a time where there is a lot of pressure from investors pension funds, and so on, over their position on climate change. So they are heading into their annual general meeting today, under fire from New York City and Danish pension funds over its commitment to battery vehicles and lobbying climate policy. Once a darling of environmentalists, because of what I just said a moment ago, the Prius, The Japanese automaker has more recently drawn criticism from green investors who say it's been slow to embrace battery vehicles. This is what the left does, by the way, folks. If they don't get what they want, 
they'll eat you alive. Even if you were one of the quote-unquote pioneers that helped their movement, which Toyota did, at the end of the day, it doesn't matter to them. They'll cast you aside just like your you know, last night's leftovers. The left does not care. There is no loyalty when it comes to the Looney Tunes on the left, especially Looney Tune environmentalists. And yes, I am calling them that because they are wackos, Looney Tunes. No other way to say it. They are believing in something that flat out does not exist. And it doesn't, folks. Is the climate changing? Yes. Has it always? Yes. Is it going to keep? Yes. And we think far too highly of ourselves as men and women if we think we can somehow change that. I've said that for years. I'll keep saying it. We think far too highly of ourselves if we think some way, somehow, we as humans can change it. But this is what the left does. What we fear is that Toyota is getting left behind with their current EV targets that are not as ambitious as most of their competitors and that their lobbying activities are also a growing source of risk, says Anders Shield, the fund's chief investment officer. Again, these are pension funds, folks. This one has $19.3 billion in assets under Management has been selling down its stake in Toyota, which holds 17 million Danish crowns, or about 2.4 million worth of shares. If I was Toyota, by the way, I'd tell them pound sand. Toyota says there needs, there's going to be a need for a range of technologies into the future, and that their lobbying is directly tied to create a world where there is this case. Toyota last year declined to join a pledge signed by six major car companies, including General Motors, Ford, and Ford, to phase out fossil fuels by 2040. By the way, phase out fossil fuels. What does that even mean, folks? Because an electric car is still a fossil fuel car, by the way. Newsflash. Unless you've got a way to power that vehicle completely by wind, solar, or other alternatives, nuclear, It's a fossil fuel car. And by the way, I've said this many, many times. I've explained it in detail. It takes fossil fuel to make that car. That car is not getting built without oil. Period. But Toyota, once the darling of the left, is no longer. And Richard and I both predicted that this time would come where they would find themselves in hot water because they are not buying hook, line, and sinker, the whole EV movement. They're, they have not come out and said that our lineup will be all EV by X time, like stupid GM has. And yes, I said stupid GM. Mary Barra has drunk the Kool-Aid, and it's going to cost them the company, I'm afraid, when it's all said and done. That's my prediction. Because again, we don't have the ability to do what we need to do in that EV world it regards to our power grid and so on. But, wait. But wait, there's more? There was a marketing email that went out today to somebody at our station here that, you know, gets some food from Panera from time to time and is on their mailing list. And there was a 
email that went out that said, warm soups for a cooler planet. Yeah. Panera will tell you that their food, they've even got an environmental score on their food when you go to their website. I'll talk more about that probably later in the program. It, it's just a bunch of hooey, folks. Jim, what's up, sir? Hey, not much, John. Hey, um, I kind of want to talk to you about this. Uh, I've been thinking about it. So you, I'm, I'm sure you've heard about the, the, the whole uh, uh, Dodge thing or Chrysler thing, right? Oh, yeah, I talked about it uh, earlier in the week, yes. Oh, yeah. I actually Did talked you? about it last Thursday as well. Oh, well, I'm going to tell you something, John. Uh, and I know Ford's like Ford and I don't know about General Motors, but I know Ford for sure. Um, you know, they're, they're going all all head on in, into this uh, EV thing. Oh, GM, GM said by 2030 they'll be all EV. Okay. Well, my thing, my thing is, John, is um, my thing is, John. Um, I hope uh, I hope they all fail. I really do. And I hope this time, instead of our government bailing them out, and actually, I hope our government goes broke too, because I hope they I hope they uh, they go under. And we do, unfortunately, you know, the people that really pay for it are the workers. Uh, all yeah, yeah. the ones that pay for it all. Yeah, good point. But, uh, good I, point. I, I would, I, I would, I would absolutely love to see Ford, General Motors. I like to see every one of them uh, just go absolutely under and and not be bailed out. Because I'm, I'm trying. I agree. To no, Jim, I, I'm on you. I, I'm with you on that. I, I agree. I think they're. I've said it publicly. I'll keep saying it. They're going down the wrong path. Uh, they're they're putting all their eggs into one basket, which, by the way, for any company to do that is really dumb. And if you're an investor in those companies, I would not be. Uh, I think it's a very, very dumb move on their part. You know, could EVs be a portion of what they do? Sure, absolutely. You know, i got to compete, compete with everybody else sure. that's doing it. The problem right now, Jim, that most people don't even realize, I haven't talked about this much, but right now, I don't know of an EV, maybe other than Tesla, that's profitable. The, the majority right. of companies making EVs are losing five, ten, fifteen thousand dollars per unit they sell because it's not profitable yet. Well, you know, and see, here's the thing that they're not really thinking about. Not, you know, I don't listen to you all the time, but uh, I listen to you enough. But um, here's the one thing that nobody's touching on is I don't care if they they go all EV by twenty, thirty, thirty five, whatever. You know what the thing is is. People are going to, because, you know what, cars, cars, unlike when I was a kid growing up during the 60s and, and, and 70s and stuff, cars last a long Yeah, they do, Jim. Long, no, they do. They'll, they'll, they'll last. I mean, uh, right now, the average age of the fleet in America is 12.6 years. It'll be 13 before too long and rising. And they keep in mind, that's the average. So there's a lot of cars that are newer. There's a lot of cars that are older. That's just the average. And we all know that a vehicle today taken care of will last three, four hundred, five hundred thousand miles without any problem. I got a pick. I got a pickup that's 23 years old, and it still runs great. Right. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? And yeah. I got, I got an, I, and I got a Ford Ranger I'm driving right now. That's a 2007 that I bought with 65,000 miles on it. And it's still running absolutely great. And so, you know, my thing is that they're not taking that into consideration. Even no, I, I, I was going to say, People Jim. People are going to still be driving their cars. That stock, stock tip, and, and I was going to talk about this later in the 5 o'clock hour, but stock tip, if you ask me, is go put some money into any of the publicly traded used cars, used car companies that are out there. And frankly, I don't care which one it is, because I think they're all going to make money down the road, Jim, because used car prices are going to continue to stay high, because there's a lot of people out there that are just not going to buy EVs, and it's going to push the value of a used car up. Yep. 
and you know, and another thing is that they're not taking it into consideration either, John. These corporations and these people that are pushing ESG and, and this uh, global empire thing. The thing they're not—they're not, you know—they want to push their agenda down their down everybody's throat. But the the thing is that they don't understand. Uh, I'm not going to give you a perfect example where where uh, people adapt. Go down to Cuba. Now, look at the Cubans. Yep. Cubans learned how to adapt with those old cars. Yeah, a 57 they, they Chevy has a Peugeot diesel engine in it. Exactly, Jim. Yeah. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? Yep. And so Americans, human beings, will just learn how That's to right. adapt without without. That's right. Good point. Jim, i got to let you go with that. Great ending. Right. Per- perfect. Appreciate that very much. Great comments. Bruce Simmons is up next. He's our reverse mortgage specialist. Anything you want to know about a reverse mortgage, Bruce is our guy. And by the way, he'll meet you anywhere. He's mobile as well, just like Michael Bailey is. So just call him today, 303-467-7821. A satisfied Bruce Simmons client. I first started listening to him probably about three or four years ago. The first show intrigued me. So it got me to the point where Bruce explaining things, you know, I felt like I could trust him. I decided because I was also searching for financial planners. He was talking about the possibility of using a HECM or a rever- you know other reverse mortgages for, as a fourth leg to your to your retirement planning. You know, it's a fourth leg to stand on if you really need the cash flow. You know, which is what my case was. I really need the cash flow because I don't have all that much saved. He didn't sugarcoat anything. For someone like me, I just thought, you know what, this is making more and more sense to me that he was just as ethical and as upstanding as they come. Hi, Bruce Simmons here with Reverse Mortgage Radio. I can answer your reverse mortgage questions. Visit klzradio.com slash reverse to learn more. All right, folks, and remember, Golden Eagle Financial, that reverse mortgage might fit into your future retirement plans. Ask Al how or if that would work for you. klzradio.com, 303-744-1128. Inflation affects everyone differently. It seems strange because everyone is spending more money in certain categories. Al Smith with Golden Eagle Financial explains that your situation is unique and that just because prices are inflated doesn't mean inflation affects you the same way it affects everyone else. You can live with inflation as you have before by combining trips, staying local, or being frugal. But since inflation affects you uniquely, you should personalize your financial plan. Al Smith knows that it's the big picture planning that matters the most when the market is down. He can help you make financial moves that, unless you're a financial planner, you wouldn't think of, like maximizing your 401k in a market downturn. Create a strategy with Al Smith of Golden Eagle Financial and enjoy the comfort of understanding how financial circumstances, like inflation, affect your personal financial situation. Visit klzradio.com slash money or call Al Smith at 303-744-1128. That's 303-744-1128. Gino's Auto Service, folks. Get your vehicle in, get it service, get ready for winter, which I know it seems like a long way off, but it's not. 303-794-6700. They do have an AC special running right now, which you need in the wintertime as well because it runs your defrosters. Gino'sAutoService.com. Now is the time to take advantage of Geno's Auto Services Air Conditioning Recharge Special. We're off to a very hot start to summer here in Colorado. Refrigerant in your air conditioning systems needs to be able to absorb heat to cool your vehicle's interior. But refrigerant gets contaminants, evaporates, and breaks down over time. We use a cooling machine that takes out the refrigerant, cleans it, and we put it back, topping off with Freon at the right level. Stay cool this summer by making sure your system is up to date and ready for this year's summer heat. As members of Colorado 
Colorado Auto Care will back it up with Napa's nationwide 36,000 miles or 36 months peace of mind warranty. Give us a call or go online to schedule an appointment. To make your life simpler, Geno's offers loaner vehicles so you can drop your car off and pick it up when ready. We're AAA approved and located at Bowles and Platte Canyon. We invite you to check out all our Google reviews. Stop in or visit us online at genosautoservice.com. That's Geno's with a J. You're listening to Rush to Reason, brought to you by Absolute Electrical Heating and Air. All right, Rush to Reason, Denver's Afternoon Rush, KLZ 560. We've got a special guest joining us here in just one moment. We're going to talk about uh, the push for transgenderism. No, not by schools and not by the left, but by moms. So we'll get into that here in just one moment. Before that, though, I wanted to finish up on the Panera Bread story, and, and I'll talk more about this maybe in the next hour, um, or sorry, after, in the next segment after this. Uh, on their website, there's this complete listing of all the things that they go through to let you know what, uh, what your daily carbon budget is for your diet. Not your car, but for you. This is the dumbest stuff I've ever heard in my life. They want your carbon budget to be split across three daily meals plus snacks. Breakfast must be no more than 20% of the recommended daily carbon footprint of your diet. So I'll come back to that here in a little bit. And George is with us next here. George Carneal, I say that right, Carneal? George, welcome. How are you, sir? I'm doing well. How are you? Good. Welcome to Rush to Reason. We appreciate it very much. You're author of From Queer to Christ, and I think we've been on with you. You've been on with us before, so welcome back. I do appreciate it very much. Let's talk about though this push to transgenderism, where a lot of moms out there have have really drunk this Kool Aid. And George, I, as a dad myself, I cannot wrap my head around why anybody, any parent, would want to push this. The sad thing with and what they don't realize is is when they listen to the former transgenders who are transitioning back. And they can simply type in transition regret on YouTube and other social media platforms and actually listen to the horror stories of what these individuals have gone through. Only then will they realize you can't change your gender. These kids were nothing but guinea pigs, Mm -hmm. and they're now paying a price for having gone through the, the process. You can't change your gender. Um, no, we are made with a certain chromosomes, and they don't change, do they, George? Exactly. <laughs> and what they don't talk about are just the health effects, uh, health side effects of what it involves, and not to mention the botched surgeries, the infections, the pain. Uh, they're so depressed, that's why the mm, suicidal rate right. is so much higher than just the LGB, the gay-lesbian counterpart. Which, again, you, your background is you've, you've known this world uh, very well. You, you came out of that world. That's where the book comes from, From Queer to Christ. So you know this as well as anyone. And, and I, I, ta- I was talking to some family members the other day about this, and, and I'm a firm believer, George, and I don't think I've been corrected yet because for the longest time, uh, you know, the, the gay side of the aisle wanted to prove through DNA that it's something that you're born with. I've always said it's a choice. I still believe it's a choice. I do believe it has a lot to do with your upbringing and how you're brought up and raised and so on. But I do believe, in fact, that it is 100% a choice, just like a lot of other things in life are. I don't think I've been proven wrong yet. Yes. Well, if we go by the biblical standards and what God says in his word, he wouldn't the loving God I know wouldn't create to someone to be something that he deems an abomination in his word. If you really get to the root core issues of what's going on with all of the individuals, including myself, 
there are seriously some trauma, pain, rejection, a lot of physical, verbal, mental, sexual, emotional issues that are going on. But if they can get the right kind of counseling, uh, they can't overcome this and come out of that bondage. What would you tell some of these parents that I'm not sure we, well, you know what, I... We have a wide audience, George. We cover about four states, and I always, I always have to even remind myself that, you know what, we have about every side of the, of the aisle and, and pretty much every walk of life listening to us. They may not ever call in or let me know that they're listening, but believe me, there is about every walk of life out there listening. What would you say to some of those folks out there that even have kids that some of this is going on in their own family? What's your, you know, what's your advice to them if they're a parent and they've got a child that's you know, asking for, you know, maybe they're a boy, they want to be a girl, they're a girl, they want to be a boy. What would you tell them? I address a lot of this in my book, but I, the bottom line is, is always be truthful and honest with them and don't berate them or beat them down. Okay. Simply just talk to them and find out what it is that makes them think that they feel that way. And you'll find a lot of them are being pressured because of the school system and because of the media. I know so many girls in churches who are feeling pressure to be bisexual just simply because their peers are experimenting. So if the parents would just have an, have an honest, open dialogue with them and pray with them, pray for them, and not react in a negative way, get to the root core issues, and perhaps get some counseling, they might be able to steer this in a different direction. And of course, prayer, we have the power with prayer because God will handle the situation. Why do you feel there's such a large push? Really, it's a worldwide basis. I, I, I say that it may be first worldwide basis. I'm not sure this is the case in second, third world countries, but it is in first world countries. Why is there this huge push to push this whole transgenderism um, idea? Because that's what it is. It's an idea because nobody really ever transitions to your point earlier. But, but why is this being pushed in first world countries? Well, if you look at the agenda behind this agenda, we know that the ultimate goal is it's just demonic. And it's what they're trying to suggest is, is that God made a mistake, that mm. he's a liar, mm. and they're trying to assault his name and his character. And until people wake up and look at this from the agenda of, because eventually the real goal is pedophilia, that's next. And they're going to slowly push that onto the American people. Explain. And they are already enacting laws. No, and, and, and by the way, I, I I agree with you on that, George. In fact, I, I think you are you're one of the first people I've ever had on that has gone that direction and said that. I agree with you, but explain for those that are listening that may not know exactly what you know you and I are talking about, or even some of the things you and I have read or learned. Explain what you mean by that. Well, first of all, there's the North American Man Boy Love Association. It's called NAMBLA. Yep, NAMBLA. Uh, there are other people who have come out. And there are even psychologists, even females, who are trying to groom us into believing that pedophiles need... Look, we don't want to mistreat anyone. We really need to get people, these people help. Mm-hmm. Uh, but you have to understand, if you know about the pedophilia and the sex trafficking and look at it from that agenda, it really is a goal to destroy the minds of these children. And everything is so sexually oriented in our culture these days, and it's everything that God goes against. And God warns us about those who harm these little children. Mm-hmm. But at the end of the day, if you look at how they've already already pretty much warped the minds of this generation, imagine in 10 to 20 years what this country is going to be like. But I'm telling parents, and they better wake up, pedophilia is going to be pushed. And if you yeah, don't agreed. believe it, one day, one day when the... Yeah. Uh, when it's legal for men and women to have sex with your children and grandchildren, don't say anything. Yep, you George, I, you, I, you and I, Democrats you and I are, 
Lock, stock, and barrel the same on that one. I believe wholeheartedly that's the agenda here. They're trying to uh, soften it. They're trying to change the thought process towards it, uh, make it seem right when it's not. And I, I, you're right. They are after our kids. I believe that wholeheartedly. You're spot on. Where do folks get the book, George? Oh, it's um, at George. Oh, you can get it on Amazon. You can go to my website. It's George Carneal, C-A-R-N-E-A-L dot com. A lot more information there. There's resources, links to the book and YouTube channel. You'll see media interviews and just more information on this, just sounding the alarm. Which we'll continue to do. I do it on this program almost on a weekly basis, George. I'm not taking any credit. I just feel like this is one of those areas, especially this whole transgender topic and the issues that are there. I feel like it's something that publicly, uh, radio and, and this particular uh, uh, company, that brought you know Crawford Broadcasting, they believe wholeheartedly in what you and I are talking about, and I can talk about it as freely as I want. There's a lot of news organizations and radio stations and TV stations out there, George, that would never even interview you, nonetheless talk about this topic. We're going to keep talking about it. I'm going to do it on a weekly basis because uh, I'm going to do everything I possibly can to end this. This is just a bunch of, as you said, demonic nonsense. It is. And really, at the end of the day, these parents have got to fight for these children. Agreed. They are destroying their minds. And Agreed. They are absolutely targeting the children. Agree. George, thank you, sir. Keep up the great work. Lord bless you. And again, you're welcome anytime, sir. I appreciate you very much. Anytime. You uh, bet. Thank you. You bet. Keep up the good work. And folks, believe me, I say it all the time and I mean it. Uh, there's several things going on here. One is what he talked about in regards to making pedophilia seem normal. And no, that's not a conspiracy. Don't say it is. It's not. Uh, we've got leaders. I won't name names. But we've got leaders out there that would be really easy to rattle off. And by the way, they're on both sides of the aisle, more so on the left than the right, but they're on both sides of the aisle. And, and some of these, these men and women, to George's point a moment ago, are sick and twisted. We've got, I'll just say it straight up, we have a president who runs around thinking it's okay to fondle and sniff the hair of young children publicly, even when he's on stage. That in and of itself, if you ask me, is sick and twisted. Really quick, while I'm on that topic... Going back to you Christians that are listening to me that just couldn't vote for Donald Trump because he was just too mean and he just tweeted out the wrong things and you didn't like his demeanor. Uh, did he ever do and act the way Biden does when it comes to the things I'm talking about? No, is the answer. I hope you're all happy now, by the way. I mean that sincerely. I really hope you're all happy. I hope your 401ks have diminished. I hope the inflation has just continued to eat away at your pocketbook. I'm being honest. I really do hope it has. Because the only way you're going to learn to not do that again. Because you got what you asked for. You wouldn't vote for Donald Trump because he was just too mean. He wasn't like my pastor. He wasn't like my priest. He wasn't like my minister. He just didn't have the kind spirit that he should have as president of the United States. So I just can't vote for him. So guess what you got in return? Exactly what you asked for. By the way, shame on you. Shame on you. Go look in the mirror. You're the problem. A lot of you out there want to, want to blame voting machines. You want to blame, you know, the movie 2000 Mules, which, by the way, they're, they're right. I do think there was a lot of nefarious things going on there. It's been proven that there was. But I'll tell you straight up, 
The biggest issue with the last election is what I just said. Conservatives, Christians, anti-Trumpers running around that would not vote for him because he was just too mean. Just too mean. Well, go look at your bank account and tell me how that mean works now. Go look at your churches and tell me how that mean works. Go look at the way our country's being run. We just passed a bill this week Biden signed into law, the Inflation Reduction Act that is everything opposite of. It will be the Inflation Act is what it should be called because it's going to do nothing but drive up inflation. But those of you that voted for this guy, hats off to you. Go look in the mirror. You should be proud. Again, are voting machines the problem? Sort of. Are mail-in ballots the problem? Mm, Sort of. What was the real problem? I've said it over and over again. I'll keep saying it. You. You, the anti-Trumper and the Christian that would not vote for Donald Trump because he was just too mean. So in turn, we've got a huge transgender agenda being pushed right now that, by the way, Donald Trump was against. How do I know he was against it? He wouldn't fund it in the military. This administration will. Donald Trump wouldn't, but he was too mean. He was just too mean. All right. Hi-Fi Plumbing is coming up next. And Levi and Cassie, the owners there, A, they've got openings if you want a job. Great company to go to work for, by the way, especially if you're working for somebody right now that you don't care for. Go apply there. They'll take great care of you. On top of that, they've got BioClean here in August and their water filtration systems. We talked about that with Levi earlier in the week, especially those of you that are on wells. Have your water tested and get with Levi and Cassie on what you can do to have better water in your home, which, by the way, affects everything in your home, including your own body. 877-WE-HIGH-FIVE or klzradio.com. You thought having a kitchen next to your garden was a fantasy. That was until you had help installing it from the experts at High Five Plumbing. They took care of your outdoor kitchen sinks and an irrigation system for your garden. You even added a new fountain so your backyard looks and feels picture perfect. All thanks to the behind-the-scenes work from the High Five Techs. You thought about trying to do the install, but you're inexperienced. And with the amount you already invested in the project, it would be a risky and unnecessary hassle. Besides, with expert plumbers who attend trainings weekly, you feel confident knowing you will be treated right and the work will be done correctly. The last step to finish your new outdoor oasis is only a call away with outdoor plumbing services from High Five. Don't miss out on the waived dispatch fee for KLZ listeners only. Call 877-934-4445 or 877-WE-HIGH-FIVE. High Five Plumbing, where every call ends with a high five. Folks, again, we have got these cool nights like we've had. It's only 82 degrees right now. And if you had the quiet, cool system with a you know mid-50s night like we had last night and that thing was running, your air conditioning wouldn't have had to and, frankly, probably wouldn't have run most of the day today. And that's how you save money. There's $300 off that system right now. Call Absolute Electrical Heating and Air, 720-526-0231. Think about what you have at home right now that could be damaged in a surge. The average home is exposed to thousands of electrical surges every day. Protect yourself from a potentially harmful electrical surge with Absolute Electrical Heating and Air today. 
Most of these surges are harmless, but without the proper surge protection, you face permanent damage to major electrical components. Anything plugged in without internal surge protection is at risk, including your refrigerator, furnace, air conditioning, or dishwasher. Safeguard your assets with surge protection installed by Absolute Electrical Heating and Air. Newer appliances usually contain computer chips that are more expensive to replace than to protect. At that point, considering the current chip shortage and wait times, you might as well buy the appliance again. Avoid potential loss. Get a whole home surge protector installed by Absolute Electrical Heating and Air. 720-526-0231 or visit klzradio.com. For quality and service beyond compare, call Absolute Electrical Heating and Air. All right, folks, make sure you're properly insured on everything that you own, including those specialty cars that you might own, which Paul Lewinberger at American National Insurance can do differently than other insurance companies do. He does it for the full value of the vehicle, the declared value. Ask him how that program works and how he can save you money at the same time. 303-662-0789. Every time you use insurance, it costs you down the road. Paul Lewinberger of American National Insurance rewards you when you make responsible decisions. When times get tough, the first thing people want to do is cut their coverage. Cut back too much, and it'll cost you more than you thought you were saving. Paul Lewinberger's rebate program incentivizes you to delay gratification. When you don't make a claim for three years, you'll get a rebate. He'll make sure you're properly covered so that when you need to make a claim, you'll have what you need to be made financially whole again. When you're reliable, Paul Lewinberger gives you some money back. When you're facing economic hardship or otherwise, get properly insured with Paul. You'll get a return on the money you invested in your financial stability. Work with Paul Lewinberger. Call 303-662-0789. Call Paul at 303-662-0789 for home and auto insurances that save you down the road. Does your life seem hectic? Do you live paycheck to paycheck? Do you have trouble achieving your goals? John Rush can help you get your personal affairs in order by using his 40 years of knowledge and experience in the business, nonprofit, and coaching worlds. Your business or career is an extension of your daily life, and without success in your daily life, you can't make lasting improvements to your business, your nonprofit, or your career. Get your personal and or professional life dialed in with guidance from John Rush who is a small business owner and business-slash-life consultant. This unique offering gives you the chance to learn inside secrets of executive functioning directly from a successful professional and thought leader. The help you will gain in the planning of your personal affairs from John Rush is invaluable, especially if you own your own business. Remember, your business is an extension of you. Email John now to learn how he can help you. John at RushMediaInc.com. That's John at RushMediaInc.com. Get your life back today. This isn't rage radio. This is real, relatable radio. Back to Rush to Reason. Well, as most of you have probably already seen, and those of you living up in the Wyoming area already know, because there's probably been parties going on all day for those of us on this side of the aisle, is Cheney is done. Great example of if you if really textbook example if you want to literally end your political career just act like liz cheney and you will if she ever wins anything in the future including dog catcher i'll be shocked she thinks she's going to make a run for the presidency now 
Jeez, this woman has lost her ever-loving mind. What a complete, complete, utter whack job. Craig, what's going on? Hey, uh, I'm sorry, John. I didn't hear who you were just talking about. Liz Cheney. Okay, I was. that's what I was calling in about. She is gone. Uh, okay, uh, at her concession speech, you know, uh, and, and you notice where she held her concession speech, in the most lefty part of Wyoming there is, Jackson Hole. Oh, of course. Okay, that's the hotbed of democracy in uh, Wyoming. So, but even as she loses her House seat, she claims that her whole goal is to see to it that Donald Trump never gets back in the White House for as long as she lives. You know, it's it's just amazing. She also tried to put uh, place blame on our increasing crime and and violence in this country, like he had something to do with it. Does she not remember who encouraged the uh, the riots, uh, the Black Lives Matter riots? Kamala Harris encouraged them to continue yeah. rioting. Does she not know that the Democrats are the ones that feel that uh, you know bailment laws are uh, somehow wrong? I mean that just you know catch and release, and that uh, you know that they're the party that wanted to defund the police. What is she talking about that Donald Trump had something to do with the, the rise in crime in this country? She, These she are very much, mind. Craig, insane individuals, as I've said numerous times, and she she proves my point. As I say, you, you were talking to Charlie as, and getting kind of set up to come on air, but what I told people was if you want to see how to, you know, how to destroy your political career, just watch what Liz Cheney did because I'm, as far as I'm concerned, she's done. I, I, she got switched parties. She's done. She she's never she's never coming back. She 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 ended her career by all the things she's done the last two years. Well, she had to mention Abraham Lincoln's name that he had run for both House and Senate and failed at both, but became president. Like she's going to do the yeah, same. Yeah, not going to happen, oh, Liz. Liz, if you're listening, ain't going to happen. You're done. You, your career is now over. You should you know go hunting with your dad or do whatever you need to go do. But you're done. You're it's a done deal. And all those people that, you know, most of her campaign money came from outside the state of Of course Wyoming. it did. Probably came from PACs if you want to get I didn't look at that, but I'm guessing most of it was PACs. So I, I hope they enjoyed wasting Lefty, their money. Leftist money, by the way, Craig. Leftist money. I doubt very seriously if any, any true conservative supported her. There's some rhinos and some folks that call themselves conservative that aren't that may have supported her. But no, that, the majority of that money had to have come from outside and PACs, most likely. And if I may, if she's listening... Liz, don't don't uh, leave mad. Just leave. Yes. You know. Yes. I mean. Exactly. I, I, exactly. Just needed to go away. I agree, yeah. Craig. Thanks. I appreciate that very much. Yeah. Good. Good. Good comments. And uh, I, I guess in other news as well, Sarah, Sarah Palin was doing okay in Alaska. There's some other things that happened as well last night. Murkowski, I think, in Alaska still is going to win, which I was hoping she wouldn't, but looks like she's going to. Um, Nothing you can do about that one for that. You know, Andy and I talked about that yesterday. That's a seat that she's held for a very long time, and it was very unlikely that she got unseated. Had she act like Liz Cheney, she probably would have been. Liz is has gone off. The, the she, She's on the crazy train. Right, we should have just played that coming in, actually, because she literally is on the crazy train. If she thinks for a second she's going to do anything else in politics, 
she is smoking. She must be coming to Colorado too much and smoking too much weed because it ain't going to happen. So, all right, folks, got another full hour coming your way. Top of the hour, Larry Barron's going to join us. We're going to talk some energy uh, stuff. Uh, really, we're going to talk about this inflation uh, reduction bill, which it is not. I've said that numerous times, but it is not. But Larry's going to join us in a minute, so don't go anywhere. We'll be right back. This is Rush to Reason, Denver's Afternoon Rush, KLZ 560.